We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Greg Olson, inviting you to check out my new Blue Wire podcast, TE1, where I interview tight ends throughout the history of the NFL who have helped revolutionize the position. TE1 is presented by the Chevy Silverado. The Silverado is all about grit. It's strong and dependable, exactly like playing tight end. Just like the incredible players we sit down with on the podcast, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. Strong, advanced, and dependable. Download TE1 today, wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm tired of suffering. I'm tired of suffering. I mean, this is a good look, man. I am suffering. It's hard to take. How many years? Yo, what is going on guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast on the Blue Wire Network, episode 130. And I am your host, Tyler, joined by my two guys, as always, Malcolm and Pierre. I'm not going to even ask, I know you guys' days are not going well. <laughs> but uh, I'm glad you guys are here with me today. It's good you to be a- back, bro. It's just good to be back. You know, yeah. I missed last week, I was kind of busy, but it's good to be back. I got a full staff today, so that's good. And uh, we are not celebrating a victory Monday like last week, but uh, we are here to talk about the Detroit Lions versus the New Orleans Saints game, where the New Orleans Saints won the game 35-29, to where the Detroit Lions made a mini, a mini comeback after giving up 35 unanswered points, which was, wow. Um, I don't know. Where do you guys want to start with this? You guys want to start off with the offense, the defense, the coaching staff? I mean, there's so many things to tackle. Um, I, you know, I, you know, I know Malcolm's got a little... He's a little pissed off today, and, you know, he's usually the little optimistic one. So, you know what, Pierre, let's mute our mic. I'm going to give the photo to Malcolm. Hey, go ahead, bro. Man, I don't even know, I don't even know how to start right now, man. I, I really don't, man. I mean, try to give this team hope. It's like they let you down every single week. Every single week. 
You know, the crazy thing about this, I met, I met Tyler's sister. And the first thing she said is, why? You don't live here. Why, why do you do this to yourself? Why are you a Lions fan? Why are you here? Why, why are you doing this to yourself? Uh, yeah, this is a true story, by the way. Peter, you missed this, but this is true. I said, I don't know. I said, I, I, I don't know. I just, I, I saw him. I liked him and I stuck with him. This was back in 97. 97. Yeah. So what do you want I, to start off with this game? I mean, I mean, with, with the game, I mean, we won't talk about the game. I mean, I said this on Twitter. I said on Twitter, good teams take advantage of this, these type of opportunities. And when opportunities in front of them, good teams capitalize and good teams take advantage of the opportunities in front of them and they come out, they dominate, they win, do what they're supposed to. This Saints team, the Saints was hurt. They were banged up everywhere. Three stars on offense, three stars on defense, out. And these are like main guys, you know, Michael Thomas, you know, main guys, Lattimore. These are their main guys. Again, we just couldn't take advantage of the opportunity that was in front of us. Yeah, another yeah. another thing was the COVID thing. Yeah. Saturday, Saturday night, I mean, I mean, they were not rested at all coming from – New Orleans to Detroit, they had the false positive test with fullback Michael Burton. And, um, I mean, long story short, game almost got canceled 13 hours before game time. So, you know, they weren't well rested because they had to get those testing in to make sure they were false. So, Detroit had everything going in their way this game, um, going into the game at least. You know, uh, so many injuries for the New Orleans Saints. You mentioned it, three starters on offense, three starters on defense, and these guys aren't like scrubs. I mean, you're talking about Michael Thomas, arguably the best wide receiver in all of football. And then you're talking about two starting corners, Marshawn Lattimore and Janoris Jenkins, both not starting in this game. They were missing their starting guard. Uh, Marcus Davenport, former first-round pick. I mean, they're missing a lot. I mean, even to add on, I mean, this was a little later in the game, but they lost their starting right tackle. I mean, Ryan Ramchick, and arguably... The best right tackle in all football, yeah, or at least up there, yeah, and they lost that all in one game. When he went out, the running game kind of sort of struggled uh, a little to the right side. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, the Lions' run defense was disgusting the whole freaking game. They couldn't stop anyone who was running the ball. It didn't matter if it was Elvin Kamara. It didn't matter if it was Latavius Murray. Uh, shit, I think Dwayne Washington, if they gave him a snap, he probably would have done some shit too. Um, <laughs> it's true. I mean, yeah, everyone. I mean, uh, no, nothing. I would say everyone's running on this team. Yeah, I mean, it, when you looked at the game, the the Saints front was literally pushing the Lions' D-line out of the way. Oh, it was so bad. It was really bad, but they were literally dominating Detroit up front. And Detroit just, they got dominated, bro. Like, I, I don't know how to say it. They just, they got no, destroyed oh, up no. front. They, they they got dominated. <laughs> That's exactly you know, what You went in the trenches, and the Saints won in the trenches in that game. I'm probably on both sides of the ball, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, once they got that run game going, they got the time of possession game going, then they got the passing game going. I mean, everything was going in the Saints' favor on offense. They could do whatever the hell they wanted. I just mentioned they scored 35 unanswered points. That's unheard of in the NFL. 35 unanswered points? Yeah, and then uh, Jonathan Vilma, I mean, he kept saying Detroit has to blitz here. They have to blitz here. They they, they didn't. They just let Breeze all that time to pick apart their zone defense. They played more zone. Uh, yesterday than man, I believe. At least it looked like on TV. I didn't rewatch it yet. Yeah, they did. But they did. They did. Okay, thanks. Play more man yeah. so than zone? No, they played more, more zone. zone. Oh, more they played zone. a lot of zone. And Breeze completed 89% of his passes when the Lions were in zone coverage. He, he literally was picking them apart. He said that in his postgame. He was shocked of how you know little man they were playing. 
he thought they would uh, play more. Yeah, it's just, I mean, I don't even know what to say. I mean, the the team is what we thought it was. I mean, maybe not Malcolm, but the team is what we thought it was. I mean, after week two, I think after week one, I think we saw the identity of this team. I mean, this is the same story as last year. The same story as year one. I mean, nothing has changed. Nothing has changed at all. I mean, if anything, if you want to say it's changed, it might have changed for the worse. That's all it is. Everything is just worse or the exactly same of last year, which is, like I mentioned up here, it's like comparing a garbage bin to a recycling bin. They're, <laughs> they're both, the garbage man's going to pick it up whenever your garbage is. For me, it's Monday. They're going to be picking up on Monday regardless. It's a garbage bin or the recycling bin. Like, there's no good out of it. I mean, I guess recycling's good. I'm advocating for recycling, but you know what I'm saying. It, they both suck. Last year, this year, 2018. Everything about this team since Patricia's came has sucked. And he has the audacity to go on after his post game and say, uh, what did he say? Uh, we had a lot of work to do when I came to Detroit. My man, you came here with a 9-7 and team. A, a team that just needed a little push. Like, you know, like you're taking off the training wheels off the tricycle when you, like, your kid learned how to ride a bike. You're taking off the training wheels. He says, I had a lot of work to do. And he made it so much harder than it had to be. We just needed to take the next little step take the training wheels off but instead we're here we're back to the livestock of being a, the typical detroit lions that everyone knows us as everyone loves us as outside the league or outside of detroit should say and we're back i mean this is yeah. this is reality again i want to add another thing uh that challenge was the dumbest challenge i've ever seen in my life oh yeah you're talking about the first there uh, this joe breeze i've seen worse Oh, that's probably really one of the bad. best. Ch- I mean, I don't know who the hell told him to challenge that in the booth or yeah. if it was him. He did like, somebody. It had to be somebody. Whatever. They need to do a better job with that shit, man. And then another thing is, um, Daryl Bevel could join Patricia too. Like the guy is running the ball down twenty-one points in the fourth quarter, down fourteen points in the third quarter, third and seven. Then right, he runs the ball. Then it's like fourth and two, they convert. But but why are we running the ball when we're down so much? And Stafford, he's regressed. He. I mean, I, I don't know what it is. I, I think what it is is I feel like he has there's too much pressure on him, and he knows that he has to be, like, flawless to even have a chance to win the game. Like, even if he's flawless, they could still lose. That's how bad the defense is. He, yeah. he knows he has to be flawless to have a chance to win the game, and I feel like that's messing with his decision-making. is messing with his head. You just tell he's not playing well. I mean, I love Stafford. I hope he bounces back, but he's just not – He's not playing well this year. He's not. Yeah. No, you're you're not wrong. But like, yeah. He'll tell you that too. Like he'll he'll actually. I mean, if you know him personally, probably he probably like tell you he needs to play better, and he hasn't played to his standards. He, he, he admitted he, 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 he hasn't. He hasn't. But there's there's time left for Stafford. I'm not. Again, he's the least with this football team. Yeah, I'm not as worried about him. The least of my problems. Um, his OC is not there helping is... him out at all. You've counted on restaurants. Now, they're counting on you. And while dining rooms may be closed, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you your food, your craving, right to your door. Ordering is easy. Just open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with a new contact list delivery drop-off settings choose from your favorite national restaurants like chipotle wendy's and cheesecake factory many of your local restaurants are still open for delivery just open the doordash app select your favorite local spots and your food is on its way 
Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fee on your first order of $15 or more when you download DoorDash and enter promo code BLUEWIRE. That's $5 off and zero delivery fee off your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter promo code BLUEWIRE. Don't forget, that's code BLUEWIRE for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. The OCs, dude. What do you? Why are you run the ball down twenty one points in the fourth quarter? I'm they, not, they killed the I'm clock for mad. themselves. I'm not even mad at that play. The reason why is because it was third. It was second and long, and not the way, that. like, the if you watch, drive, they were running the ball. It, it, the thing is, if you watch the game, and that's why it's so always uh, so it's so important to go back and watch a game a second time. They were playing I mean, two safeties high the entire. Game and this is what good. This is what good coaching do. Good coaching, good good teams mm-hmm. take away your best weapon. They look at your team and say, "Look, they know we're hurt on our secondary. So what the fuck is the defense gonna do? What the, what the hell is the offense gonna do? They're gonna try to attack our secondary. But guess what? We're gonna do. We're gonna take that shit away. We're gonna double. We're gonna double the outsides all game and force Stafford to go elsewhere. Why do you think Stafford's holding the ball so long? These guys were separate. open. Nobody no was open. Separate, bro. Nobody and was open. Nobody was open. That's why Stafford, that's why Stafford is holding the ball so long. He has to he has to scramble to make first down because none of he's got none. Of he, they're they're not open. And you what and what the hell do people? Oh, Stafford throw the ball a hundred times. Stafford throw the ball a hundred times. Why the hell do you think we're running the ball? Because he got right. not getting open. All right, they're well, playing no, if you want to run the ball, high. if you want to run the ball though, like. You're down 14 in the fourth quarter. You're killing the own clock for your own offense. So what? So would you would you rather run the ball, get three, four yards, or get sacked? You know what? I'd be aggressive, bro. I'd be aggressive. I'd scheme there, my guys open. I do different shit. You well, can't just well, say yeah. we're playing too high. Let's run the ball. Well, the That's the is, worst excuse ever, bro. And the thing is, is it's not working for three quarters. These guys just weren't getting open. And I, the thing is, that makes me mad because you have so much weapon, you have so much talent, and you they were so injured. Talent. You have so much talent on this team. Hawkinson, why did we draft Hawkinson? Why is he here? Bella just doesn't know how to use his playmaker. Why is Hawkinson here? We we drafted Hawkinson. Oh, we need this tight end. We need a tight end. We need a tight end. We need a big target. We need this guy. We need we need we need Hawkinson. This is why we drafted him so we could get a big target in the middle. Look, you give Kyle Shanahan Hawkinson, he turns him into a star. Bella just doesn't know how to use his talent. Why do we, why did we draft Hawkinson if we do not use him? I mean, that's not the only one like question I have for Bob Quinn and in the whole no, coaching I'm, staff. I'm, 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 I'm talking about no, we're talking about the offense right now. We're talking about Bevel. Yeah, no, we're I'm talking about that. Bevel. Bevel, no, why that. did we but, draft Hawkinson? Why, why did they sign Jesse James? Why did they sign Jesse James to six million dollars and not going to use him for two years? I mean, like, I, I got a million questions for Just, you, Jesse James. Why, why did they sign the most production I see from Jesse James since he's been here? Loki, he's played well the past two games. He and, only caught, uh, and, and on two games, he caught four passes. And this is this is how sad it is that in two games, he caught four passes. Two game, two catches each. Yeah. And you're saying this is the best we've seen of Jesse James. I mean, That's well, fucking yeah. pathetic. Oh, why, why'd you draft the running back in the second round 2018 and 2020? And you got, you're using the guy that you signed a week ago before the season. I mean, there's a million questions for this team. Like, I can't answer them for you. <laughs> I... Honestly, bro, if they want to, if you when you draft a player, so Jelani Tavai yesterday played nine snaps. We know he's awful, but he, but they drafted him early. They got to develop him or some shit, right? 
He plays nice. I'm, I'm, I'm literally done asking the question why we drafted John. Bro, he plays nice. I don't want to even talk about that shit no more. I'm completely done. I don't want to talk about Jalen Savai no more because know. I'm tired of saying why the fuck did we draft Jalen Savai? I'm tired of saying it. He played nice, stats, bro. Nine. Nine. I I'm think it makes we're laughing at this. That's how sad this is. I'm tired, I'm tired of saying it. I'm tired of saying it, man. I'm tired. Why do we draft this guy? Why is he here? I'm tired of saying it. And so I'm not even gonna bring Jalen Savai because. It's going to lead up to why the fuck did we draft Jalen Tavai? Why is he here? There's so many other options. There's so many options out there that could have immediately improved this football team. Immediately, I'm not going to go there. Okay, but <laughs> Will Harris, the third round pick, he, he sucks, right? We how, know that. How about the former first round pick, Jared? <laughs> Jared Davis. He, bro, these guys aren't even seeing the field. These are supposed to be guys who are supposed to be dogs or like. Ascending stars or good players for us. These guys don't even see the field. They're awful. Hey, how about carry you know, on, you know, on Johnson? You know what? For you know the thing with Jared Davis, I, I I actually commend him. And the reason why I say that is because he survived. He survived this this whole debacle. This this whole madness that's going on right now. He was supposed to be here. He was drafted under Caldwell scheme. Yeah. With uh, Terrell Austin. Well, he stayed here. Well, he stayed and he here survived. And, uh, he survived. He survived. He survived. Good for him. He's been awful though. He, he survived, has, but he's he been awful. Yes, bro. Yes, but put that motherfucker like on the Steelers or something. <laughs> I'm just saying, put, right. him, put him somewhere. Put him somewhere where he. You want to know which linebackers played the most snaps for us? This is how sad it is. Christian yesterday, Jamie Collins. Okay, that's fine. Christian Jones and Reggie Ragland, first round and second round picks, are seeing the bench, and you're playing guys who are like making like for I mean, the guy. Reggie Ragland is on a minimum deal. Like June, you signed Reggie Ragland in June. I mean, these guys are more, I guess they're more experienced as a scheme. I, I don't fucking know, man. I, I, I don't know. I'm the trying to question that, that player development in this staff, too. I really am. I mean, who's really developed on this staff? I mean, uh, Kerry, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kenny, Kenny Galladay? Okay. I mean, that's, but who else? Frank Ragnar. Like, defense, defensive-wise, not offense. Offense, who, like, Tracy Matt Patricia's defense. This, 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 <laughs> who has he developed? Who has Matt Patricia developed on this defense? No, I mean, this is Tracy. You could say Tracy Walker. I mean, uh, this is this is his defense, and this is what got this is what two players, right? You, I mean, and I'm I'm just gonna step away from the game for a minute and just just talk about just just them in whole, and and why I know a lot of people are like, oh, you're so optimistic, you're so optimistic, you're a clown. The thing is, guys, I've been a fan for so long of this team that I'm actually at a point that I am really tired of rebuilding. I know you I know everybody's like, but you have to, you have to, you have to. All all of the like the the old the, I'll call us the, the old folks. If you went through the Matt Millionaire, the the entire Matt Millionaire, I'm talking about from the start from two thousand one to two thousand eight, that whole seven years was a rebuilding stage. If you've been through that, I guarantee you there, you ask anybody that went through that. I'm talking about watch games during that era. Consistently watch games during that era. You're physically, mentally tired of rebuilds. So you, you want this to work. Everyone wants this to work. Now, that's right, not well, even a question. Yeah. Like, I want that, this no, to work. This is what, uh, there's people who wanted that motherfucker gone from the get-go. No, I mean... We wanted him gone because we didn't think it was gonna work. That's why we wanted him gone. We didn't want him gone. Now, though we were right. Like we I, lost, we lost, we seriously lost listeners because me and Tyler both said on the podcast that we wanted Matt Patricia fired last year. We lost listeners and we got bad reviews because of that. But wait, look wait, who wait, was wait. right. 
I mean, I, I mean would, do, I mean, do you think I what would do you think I wanted him gone just so I could like because I hated the guy? I no, mean, I didn't no, have faith in the no, guy. No, He's an I idiot. No, look, 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 well, as a person who's tired, physically tired of rebuilding, I'm talking about drafting Joey Harrington, where everybody is like, "Yay, we have our guy." Yeah. And just seeing that flop in our fucking face, drafting Calvin, drafting fucking Sue, you know, drafting all these bees, all these guys that that's gonna be our centerpieces, and they're all gone. Every single one of them are gone. I'm just I'm just physically tired of rebuilding, and that's that's the reason why I want want this to work. The reason why I'm so optimistic and hoping that this works is because I do not want to go through rebuild. I'm tired. You know, as, a, as, a, as an old life fan, I've been through the Matt Millen era and the older eras, I'm tired. So, yes, I do want this to work. Do you think and, it will work? No. I want this to work. There you go. There's your yeah. answer. So you're going for in for a rebuild, bro. We're in for a rebuild. No, I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going there yet. I'm so not going there yet. So, 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 what's the plan? Do you stick with Patricia then? So, do you think it works, look, or you think look, it doesn't look, work? I just told you, I want Detroit. I want this to work. We I'm all do, Detroit. bro. We I mean, all yeah. do. But you have faith in this, bro. They can't even stop the run, and they 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 draft all these big ass linebackers. They sign these linebackers. They sign Danny Shelton. They sign Trey Flowers. They they do all this stuff, and they still can't stop the run. They're like thirtieth in stopping the run. I hear you, bro. If you bro. can't stop the run. Offenses are literally going to do it all day on you until you stop it. I, I, I get you. But the thing is, the reason why I'm not physically giving up yet and just say I'm done, completely done, because it, there's a lot of football left. And the thing is, if this, if this, if this, if this schedule looked bad, like say if we played the Chiefs, the, Ra- the Ravens, uh, the Packers twice, uh, fucking, we had like this crazy-ass schedule. I'll be like, you know what, fuck, you know, this shit, my, this shit's over because we can't, well, we, we can't well, we beat look like those the scru- We look like the scrubs. Bro, the that we they're lost to the Saints without we six sh- starters. Those are basically scrubs. We, we lost, I mean, I don't know what you're saying. We lost a practice say. squad team, essentially. We, we did. But <laughs> not a practice squad team. I mean, the secondary. Camaro, the secondary yeah. was a practice squad. <laughs> Pretty much, they called up. It's a practice squad of Malcolm I, Jenkins. Like, that, that's cool. But if you ask me, like, right now, Lions and Jaguars, who's fucking favorite to win? I don't know. I don't know. That's a hit or miss game, right? It's a hit or miss. Bro, the rest of our schedule is a hit or miss game. That's what I'm Bro, saying. Bro, the Colts are going to destroy us. They're going to run the ball all over us, right? Okay, the okay, okay. okay. You can get that. You can say the Colts. Who else? You got the Packers one more time after that. You got the Vikings, Dalvin Cook. Could they the stop Packers, Dalvin the, Cook? The, but the, Pack, the, the Vikings have their own problems. They're one and three themselves. They're yeah, playing but, bad football. They're not playing that, good football. That's fine and all, but Detroit can't stop the run, and the Vikings are going to run they, all and over. And they can't us. stop the pass. The Lions' passing game hasn't been there though. All right, we don't. We well, again, we're we're, we're, we're looking at the schedule right now. The schedule. We're looking ahead. Well, though, no, 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 like, the schedule has a lot to do with it. The schedule has a lot to do with it because this is why I'm telling you why I'm emotionally now mostly checked out for the season. Okay, well, the schedule. They're playing easy opponents. They're supposed to win these games, right? Now, why the hell can they win the hard games? Isn't that what Patricia was by here to do? Take this team to the next level. You can't beat the good teams, and what are you here for? Yeah, you can beat the shitty teams. Congratulations, well, yeah. but you can't beat the you good can't teams. Even what are you beat here the shitty teams? I mean, I'm just I mean, saying though. I mean, I mean, I mean he's won ten games in thirty six. Uh, in thirty six games, what? That's like that's trash. So, what about the Arizona Cardinals yesterday? Or do you consider them a bad football team? I mean, the Cardinals. I mean, the Panthers beat them, so they could be a fraud. They could be a fraud. The Panthers beat them, bro, without Christian McCaffrey. I understand that, but are they a bad football team? Yes or no? I mean, I don't. I don't know. They're, they're growing. I don't know how they are this year. They're they're, they're a young ascending team, though. I'll say that. Okay. I mean, I, I think they got. I think they got a good future. 
Yeah, I they mean, did. It's a solid they're, they're, football team. I, I think they're a solid football team. I mean, like, we, we can't. I mean, come on. We beat a solid I'm not saying it's a Super Bowl contender. When we played them, they're they're undefeated. Yeah, but I'll this tell you, I'll tell you nothing. Out. The only way the Lions won is by getting turnovers. They don't force punts. They just don't. Their defense has to get turnovers for them to have a chance. So you're talking about they had to play football to win games. Congratulations. I no, mean, but I'm trying to say, okay, take away those turnovers they have. Why, why would you take away the turnovers? They just have think to. about it. Think about it, though. They can't stop unless they get turnovers. That's how this team... That's how this defense is. The only way it'll be successful, they get turnovers, and you you can't get to get turnovers. What are you talking every about, bro? What are you talking about? That's like saying the two thousand two Bucks. When if they have no turnovers, they won't have won any games. You don't get what I'm saying, though. The Lions Baltimore Ravens two thousand one. If they get he's saying he's, he's saying that they can't force punts, and the only way they'll get the ball back on defense is if they cause turnovers. Thank you. Which turnovers are are good? Obviously, They're very good. good. They are good, but like, who do they have? Like, that could I mean force I mean, these turnovers. Like he's saying, the one game that we actually forced turnovers—that's the reason we won. We haven't been able well, to force turnovers the, consistently. That's, that's, that's the reason why we won, man. The defense was a big part of why we beat the Cardinals. The defense was the reason why we actually won, not the offense. If the defense was the wasn't out there, I mean, the offense didn't. I mean, catch in the I mean, round. I mean, the, the offense played okay. I mean, they played they played okay. They managed the, the game de- well. The defense won that game, though. They played well. I think. I think. I mean, me personally, I think they played both sides of the ball well. What like they what they should play. They should play both of the sides of the ball well. Sure. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I I mean how many points did the offense put? How up many that game? picks that they have? How many picks that they have? They had three, but how many points did the offense score that they game? They scored twenty-four points off three picks. They should have scored more. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. Safford said he should have scored forty. He literally he said it. He, he should have scored forty. I mean, he had opportunities, but they they scored. He had two touchdowns in there. I mean, that's the thing, though. That's, bro. that's football. Not, okay, but they're not like capitalizing when they get opportunities, right? So, so you're saying they shouldn't have won that, that that Cardinals game? I'm not saying that. I'm saying like in general as a team, they're not capitalizing. Like versus the uh, the Saints, they're down two corners. They're they're down their uh, starting defensive lineman. They're down their starting guard. And the Saints acted like everyone was out there on the field. The Saints did whatever they wanted to do, literally it, whatever it, they wanted it, to do. That's just the difference. I mean, like I said, good good coaching, they, they take shit away. I mean, shit. Matt Patricia's team is trash. It is the worst defense team I've ever seen in my life. It's really, really bad. I don't, it's I, horrendous. I don't, I, don't, I, don't like, I don't like it because shit, just stick to one shit, man. Like, what, the fuck I, you, what the fuck are you trying to be multiple for? Just stick to one shit. This shit, multiple shit is not working. It's they're not even multiple. The fuck out of the they're players. multiple at being inconsistent. They're, they're literally they they talk about consistency. They're consistent at being inconsistent. Like like look at the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers have been so goddamn consistent on defense for years. So the, they switch coordinators over and over and over again, but they're still consistent. And they keep the same goddamn scheme there. They're going to run a three four and just going to blitz the fuck out of you. Because they draft speedy guys, they draft athletic guys. You got Bud Dupree, you got Devin Bush. I go on and on. Javon Hargrave, he left. But this, this is this um, consistency. This consistency for the past twenty years. They draft the defense. defensive guys. The Lions don't, bro. And when they do, they draft these weird players: Jelani Tavai, Will Harris. What? I just think that we just need to, this. This whole multiple scheme just gotta go. I think this is like the. It just gotta go. It's not gonna yeah. work right now, because me personally looking at this shit. You need an elite. You need an elite nose tackle for this shit to work. I think the only way this shit could work is if you have an elite nose tackle. Then that means your scheme is a problem. If you need one player at one at a specific position to work, that that just means it's a problem. It, it's not necessarily a problem. I mean, shit. Uh, with the three four, you need you need pretty good linebackers. Do the Patriots have an elite nose tackle? No. But the Patriots don't. I mean, 
the Patriots are the Patriots, man. I can't. I'm I'm tired by saying, look at the Patriots. The Patriots doing it. Why is not working? Well, yeah. Because okay. 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 How, how about the Saints? They're missing two star corners. They're missing their defensive end. But the thing with the Saints is what I mean is that they're not running different shit. They're running a four three over there. They're just running their shit. They stopped us, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we always make the excuse like when remember week one we lost Justin Coleman, Desmond Trufant. Oh, if we had our personnel, we would have won the game. We rely so much on our personnel and our personnel's ass. We had a full personnel and we <laughs> lost to a, a depleted team that was I mean, dealing with COVID, flying into Detroit. I mean, I mean it, it's different how between do you win that game, <laughs> bro. It's different between prep, uh, preparation before the game and knowing you're gonna be out these players than having these guys fly off the board mid like during the game. That you have your full staff, and then out of nowhere, you're like, oh, fuck, you're looking at... They lost um, their right you, in the game. I know, but they didn't lose all their corners in one, in this, during the same game, and they're looking at their, their special team guy, and like, oh, shit, you, motherfucker, you. And he's looking like, oh, me? He's like, but yeah, you, get in the game right now. Why did we make the excuse week two, then? I mean, we we saw, we knew Desmond Trufant wasn't playing, we knew it was going to be Jeff Akuda's debut. Who the fuck like, oh, who, who, who the hell you had one game excuse. We don't have our personnel. We aren't healthy. Okay, what about last year? We had a bunch Every of games. Every team deals who, with injuries, bro. Last year. Last year. Matthew Stafford wasn't playing. Uh, we we got to prepare all those games without our personnel, right? Oh, that, that, bro, that's a quarterback. That's that's like, that's, a, but, but that's what I'm saying. Why? why no, it's why not different. Have, how many, game, how, how many games? How many games? Bridgewater. Why are they winning games? They okay, but how, how many games? How many? I know, but it's a different. It's, it's different. Tay Bridgewater is a much better quarterback than Driscoll. You see, this is what we're doing. We're no, this is not what we're doing because look, look up. at the. Why look at the per, pack, so, so, who does fall on? When Aaron Rodgers went down, how many games did the Packers win without Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. I don't care. Exactly. 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 What did they win? When you, they won like maybe one or two games. Okay. What one or two games. What I'm saying is, we rely so much, like, this personnel, like, why could other teams deal with injuries? Why is it when we're fully healthy, we're still ass? I mean, we're just a bad football team. This is a bad coach. Everything about this team is bad. We're bad. We're bad. There's nothing good. It's never going to be good until this motherfucker's gone. I'm with Tyler here, bro, because, like, what have you seen in the past? What have you seen in the past three years? Okay, yeah, we'll have us one or two good games. What have you seen in the past three years? I'd be like... Yeah, Matt Patricia, man, he's gonna turn this shit around. I'm just like asking for people out there that's so towards towards like, towards the end of the year 2018. Um, I guarantee you, and the, towards the end of the year 2018, everybody was on board and thought that okay. this two years ago, two years ago, year one, year one, okay, year, year one, one. The end of year about, one. Talking about the end of year right one when, now. We're, when we're the tenth ranked defense in the NFL. Yeah, people forget that we're the tenth ranked defense. Guess in what? The, the guys you had on that defense are gone out the door. The only person that made. Gone. You think Claudia did make a difference in that? I'm just saying. The only person that made a difference on that team was Snacks Harrison. Snacks Harrison. Because those guys were there in the beginning yeah. of that year when yeah. we were yeah. giving the points. Guess left. what? The year after, they released, they signed to an extension, then they released him. What? Know, what are we doing here? No, no. He Snacks Harrison in 2019 did not play well. We all know that. Yes. I don't know if it was injuries. I don't know if he's, he just didn't want to be here anymore. I don't know what was wrong with Snacks Harrison. So why did they extend him? They want, they was hoping that he would play at a high level. They extended him okay. in the offseason, bro. What is good about this team right now, then? I, I just want to know what's Why good. do you extend <laughs> Snacks Harrison and Quandry Diggs and then get rid of them? Why? Quandry like, Diggs, that's, that's a that, whole different That's incompetency. No, that's seriously. They they extended Quandry Diggs with Matt Patricia. They said he didn't fit in Matt Patricia's and the, Why did they extend him? Why? You're just you're just getting yourself dead cap. This, this is incompetency for a GM, seriously. You sign these guys... And then you release them. Okay. Why? Well, I know. Well, I could speak on snacks. Now, Diggs, I don't know what was going on with Diggs in 2019. The, the beginning of that year, I don't know if it was a hamstring injury. He was, I don't hurt. Know. He was, he was hurt. He was hurt. He was hurt. 
but at the same time, we all were saying in our we even said in the pod he wasn't playing well. So if you're not playing well, you're vocal in the locker room. Mainly, you're not playing well. They're gonna get rid of you. The hey, fuck is he? Goes to Seattle, starts making plays. Yeah, so Matthew, Stafford, so Matthew Stafford's not playing it. We should just get rid of him. Or Marvin Jones. Hey, not Matt, playing I guarantee you, Matthew Stafford went on Twitter and saying, "Yeah, this, this shit, this shit, that shit, this shit, that shit, that shit." Started going to coaching staff and, and trying to turn pretty much the people in the locker room around. They, yeah, he could be out the door. What I'm just saying is, long story short, when we have our personnel, we suck. When we're short our personnel, we suck, and it just gives people an excuse. I mean, other teams deal with injuries. It's the NFL. It's not like every team is not dealing with injuries. It's not like the only team in the Dude, you know, look at NFL. the Eagles. Look at the Eagles. If the Lions had those injuries, they'd get mollywopped. Look at the 100%. Eagles last night. We had, we, had the, we had the Eagles situation last year, and you saw what happened. No, the Eagles won, bro. The Lions would have never won that game. Just look at the Eagles yesterday. They had Greg Ward as their number one. They had Travis Fulgham as their number two. Travis Fulgham. Shout out to Travis Fulgham. Made okay. a real nice play. But um, I mean, this is, this is where I look at it. We had... More injuries than the Eagles had last year, this year than, than than you know last year. Last year we had more injuries in 2018 than the Eagles had right now. <clears throat> I, if Matthew Stafford played, if Matthew Stafford played, like say if Matthew Stafford was one of those guys that was not injured, we'll at least win at least one of those games. It just is what it is. Those are the excuses see, again coming. See, though. it's it's just excuse after excuse, and it just makes zero sense to me at this point. Like, we're like, what's the excuse now then? What what excuse? We lost. We played bad football, and that's in the beginning why of the call. We like, lost. So, so why are these why are these clowns gone? Why aren't they fired now? Because, like, like I told you, I mean, the season is not over. Why the is season not over? The season not over. You really think it's not okay? Realistically, it's not. But do you actually think? Realistically, it is not over because one, like you said, every game that's left to set, maybe one or two are uh, games. Congratulations! Uh, they might not even win those games. They they, they, they might can't. not. They might not. But I mean, the chances of them flopping. I mean, they, they have a chance to flop four games. So they right, fought. They, they, they fought four of those games. They could go nine and seven and win the rest. Oh, they could go nine and seven. Congratulations! They're not going nine and seven. They're not going nine and seven. I'm not saying. That. I'm just saying if they flop four of those games that they're supposed to win, because again, you look on the schedule. They have every game they, they play are either a mirror of the Detroit Lions right now, or worse. Bro, when teams look at our schedule, they think it's auto- when they see us, it's an automatic dub for them. That's how it is. I uh, I don't think so. I mean, what's worse um, than Detroit Lions besides the Jets and the Giants right now? Worse and than the Texans. The I mean, Texans. Are, are, are they are the they technic- are they really worse than the Lions? I, I mean, mean, that's gonna be that's gonna be an interesting game Thanksgiving. <laughs> Honestly, I don't. Are uh, they worse than the Lions? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think they are. I don't. I think we're I think we're better. I think we're better than Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, that's um, are they? Are they though? Are they? You'll see. I mean, I. We'll what see. I'm saying I mean, is, though, we're in this no man land right now where we're bad, but we're not Jets bad. And that's just the expectation right now. We're not bad. We're bad. We blow, but we're not Jets bad. So there's that. This is the, the way I look at it is that, you know, you have, you have a guy, you have a quarterback. Most of these teams, they don't have a quarterback. And I think that quarterback, he can give you a chance. If he's playing at, decent, if he's playing at the level he's supposed to play, which he will play, which he will play. They have a chance. Right That's or wrong, though, these quarterbacks are playing better than Matthew Stafford right now. Joe Burrow's playing better than Matthew Stafford right you now. Say right, you can say right now. That's fine. But what, at, 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 the end of the year, at, at the end of the year, I mean, are they better quarterbacks than Matthew Stafford right now? No. I'm just saying right now. Are, they, are, are they better Matthew quarterbacks than Matthew Stafford right now? No. Are they playing better these three games? Bro, I've seen, I mean, that, these first five, six games to begin the season, that, that doesn't mean shit. 
I'm just saying they've 2016, played 2016 went to the playoffs. Didn't we blow off? We went five. Look, bro, five? I mean, you could say these games don't mean shit, but these games mean a lot, bro. They're two divisional games. They're three NFC games. We're talking about the playoffs, right? I right know, now, you have they're one so and two against. To turn it around. Wait. You know the you know when you guys mentioned playoffs, I'm thinking of just that one Colts coach of you know, playoffs. That's, that's exactly what I'm thinking of when you guys say playoffs. Playoffs are not happening this year. I can playoffs get, are not happening. See, yeah. I'll, I'll bet I'll, I'll put a bunch of money down right now. It's not happening. It's not happening. <laughs> I'll, I'll save you. I'll save your time. You, you see, know, go to, that, that, go, that's go, the to the cider, go to the cider mill. Just enjoy, man. Just don't be stressed out when they lose to Jacksonville. If they lose to the Falcons. Just that's what we're expecting. You want to know why they're so bad? They don't have a pass rush. Their linebackers are slow. They can't stop the run. When you don't have a pass rush, your corners you are left on an island. What do you think the Falcons look are looking like, like right now? I'm, I'm not trying to compare the team. I know you're saying we can't beat the Falcons. You're saying the Falcons. See, the Falcons are a mirror of the Detroit the, Lions. This is garbage bins to recycling bins again. They're both, <laughs> like, they're both garbage. Bad. They're both they garbage. Both suck. So do we have a they're chance to win that game? They're not going anywhere. The Lions and Falcons both suck. They're not going anywhere. Okay. The Lions and Jaguars both suck. They're not going anywhere. Okay. Like it doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter what many, happens. There's too many better teams than the Lions and the Jaguars or the Lions and the Falcons. I'm not saying we're going to win the Super Bowl. I'm not saying that we're going to win a playoff game. I'm so not what, saying we're going to win the division. What's the point of this? What's the point of Matt Patricia at this point? What was he brought into? Do? I mean, I mean, if you look at it this way, if he gets to the play, if he does get him to the playoffs, he will be here next year. Chance. How the hell will he get him to the playoffs with this person? The schedule is favorable. What is I don't care about the schedule. Look at the scheme, bro. Well, just look at the team. What does he prove to you where he could beat these teams? All he has to do is play the same we play the Cardinals. Against I, the Je- he, against, against the Jaguars. The thing is, yeah, 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 I get it. Why you know, didn't he do that year one? Why didn't he do that year two? Why isn't he done it this year? Like year one, he had a top ten defense. We talking about at the second half of the year when they lost because so many games already. We had a top ten defense. Sure. <laughs> Congratulations, top ten defense. Then what? Whatever you choose, take the next step, right? From year every to year single, to every single player. Step. Yeah, year two, every single player, person we had on our on our all right, on all front, right. We're, on front. we're in year three. He has all yeah. his guys. He signed his Patriot buddies. He's he brought in his Patriot defensive coordinator. Corey Unland, which is just a scapegoat. He's it's still Pat Patricia's defense. I miss Paul Pascal. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen his face. Stop. Stop. <laughs> I mean, Stop. if we're gonna have a scapegoat, I'd rather see Paul than Corey. Stop. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anyways, um, like for real, w- w- what are we doing here? You-, you can't stop the run. You can't rush the passer. Um, your offense, but Daryl Bevel has just been bad. Uh, there, there's like only positive thing of this team is special teams. Okay. Now let me let me ask you a question. Now, in the beginning of this whole podcast, you did say that Matthew Stafford playing at a high level. They'll be they'll they'll have more wins right now, right? Did you not say that? They would. Okay. All right. So, do you believe Matthew Stafford will be playing solid or at a high level? I don't know. It? You I don't believe you it. don't believe you don't believe he will. I said I don't, I got to see it. So you don't believe it? You have to see no, it. No, I, I didn't say it. I won't believe it. I got to see it. So if he I, does, if he's Stafford playing at a high level, it wouldn't which is something you. that is possible, it wouldn't shock you. Wouldn't shock you. Very possible at all. So if Matthew Stafford playing a high level, you still don't think we could we could go through a stretch and win these games? You know what nah. would shock me though? What would shock me is that the defense like bounce back somehow, somewhere. That that would shock me a lot. I mean, they have, the uh, defense they have, they came out after the bye. Was a top it, ten unit. 
I mean, no, would that they would need to make a trade and get oh, somebody? Oh hell no. Oh, no, 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 Bob Quinn, Bob Quinn, no, no, no. You get no more trades, Bob Quinn. <laughs> you no, no more trades. They should trade away guys. You're not bringing any more talent. You're into not. The you're trade. not taking away. No, you're not taking away the current team's assets. I'm, I'm saying that, that's probably the only way that this defense can get better because they need somebody. They need somebody in front. They have nobody that they could plug the gaps. They have no guy, no defensive tackle up front that could plug the gap. We need, we need to pull this bandage off now. We need to pull this bandage off now. Just pull it off. They're not good. We're not doing anything this year. Let's just... Yeah, you just said it. In order for the defense to be good, they need to acquire a player. Let's just get rid of these guys now. Why do we do this in the offseason? In the offseason, there were stud defensive linemen in the draft. We talked about it. There were some guys in the mid-rounds we liked. They didn't take one until the what, guys, sixth round? Those guys in the beginning sixth? rounds, bro. Those two elite guys are up top, too. Tyler, what was it? The sixth round until they took a defensive lineman? John yeah, Pennesine. Top, top six, yeah. But there were two elite... Those, those two elite prospects in there, but... Bro, the sixth fucking round, you take a defensive lineman. That's what happens. That, that's what happens when you ignore it. You've ignored it all. Bakwin has ignored it always. I mean, the highest he's ever took a defensive lineman was the second round. It was Sean Robinson. How did he turn out? I'm just going to say there was, I'm just gonna say there was two elite um, the defensive tackle prospects out there. I'm just going to say that, but... Man, and, I mean, I mean, that's what the defense needs, but... Would Derek Brown make a difference right now on this team? Like a no, big absolutely right, not. Right now, I mean, this, this, and, and this is what we were talking about earlier, guys. And this is what I was saying. Right now, you're Matt Patricia. You know what makes this defense roll. You saw what you saw what Snacks did in 2018 to this defense. Honestly, if Snacks is the difference, uh, then your scheme honestly let, just blows. I'm being serious. If one player let, is a let difference... Go ahead, go ahead. So, if you're Matt Patricia, and nobody's like, well, Derek Brown's on doing... Listen, Matt Patricia know what had this defense rolling, why why this was a top 10 unit in 2018. Okay. It was because of Snacks Harrison. Okay. So, you're looking at elite corner. So, you have a corner that could be elite. And you have a, de- a defensive tackle, nose tackle, and yeah, he's not gonna get a lot of snacks. He's not. He's not the Dominican Sue guys. I'm not saying he's gonna be the Dominican Sue. We don't need this defense. Does not need a Dominican Sue. This defense needs a guy that just like snacks. He's a guy who does stuff that doesn't show up in stats. He pugs up the a gaps and he fucks up the run. That's what Snacks Harrison was able to do. So what I'm saying is, if you get if your corner becomes elite, you're one, or your defensive tackle becomes elite, you're one. Who makes a bigger impact for your team and your defense? It is the defensive tackle. All right. Because he makes everybody around him better. If, all right. if, if your corner becomes elite, guess what you have? A Darius Lee 2.0 who was in our team all of last year, and we're still 3-12-1 with an elite corner. So why don't they address it? You're asking the wrong person. Okay, well, they, drafted, they, they, give... drafted, they drafted your boy. Okay, hold up. Not talking no. about Kuda. Why did they give Big V nine million and Danny Shelton three? Instead of that, they could have signed defense tackle for twelve million. You don't need Big V right now. You got Crosby. You really don't need Big V. You're asking the wrong person. I mean, shit. I was hoping they went and 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 addressed it in the draft. DJ Reader was out there. Javon Hargrave was out there. Michael Pierce opted out, but he was out there. Um, there was like a lot of there was a lot of good nose tackles out there. We even talking about Joseph. There was two elite guys. DJ Reader. There was two elite prospects out there. Just like how Jeff Cool's elite prospect corner, and we went on and got him. Just like there's a lot of good corners in the draft. Look, look at Jalen Jalen Johnson, who's playing. I'm not even gonna say he's playing better. You know, it's not fair because he has a defense, but he's playing better. Bro, he has a pass rush. He has a pass rush, but shit, his cover skills right now, I would say he's better than Jeff Cool's right now. They don't leave him on Chicago. Doesn't leave him on an island. I seen him play a deep ball by himself, and he swatted that shit down. 
What I'm saying is, what does I mean, it matter? On, does does, Derek, does Derek Brown in 2020 make a huge difference compared to Jeff Okuda in 2020? I don't think it's Absolutely that big of a difference. Not. I think we're no. the same team. And what would they both become? What would they both play at a high level? Mid-season. What, I, what I'm saying is, I, I don't know. Exactly. I, I mean, I don't know. If they both play at a high level mid-season, the answer is absolutely no. No, because all if you, you ask do, all me, get... Malcolm, if you ask me if I'd rather have an elite corner or an elite lows tackle, I'll take corner because it's I a mean, you, you act. The thing is, you ask 99.9% of people, and they're going to say that because, hell, a corner is more sexier than a fucking nose tackle. It's not even that. I mean, <laughs> but what a corner has more value. What What is more important to this defense? Corner, they this rely defense. on coverage. The corner, they rely on coverage. They rely on coverage, bro. That shit is it's not corner. working. <laughs> yeah, but that's what they're doing. But that's what bro. they this do. Defense, that's just what they defense, do. It's a corner. What, you All right, you take away a lot of take, things don't work. Listen, listen. Take away that bullshit of we coverage first shit because okay, well, we know. Li- listen, okay. I don't give a goddamn rat's ass what the hell they do. That shit doesn't work. We know that shit doesn't work, right? You doesn't. Well, is it working now? Listen, listen. It doesn't work. We know it doesn't work. But realistically. Realistically, what is more better for this team right now? This team, a, a defense this defense. Line. If that's what you want to hear, a defense alignment. Yes, you're not. You're not wrong. I'm not saying. But I'm saying is with Derek Brown or with Jeff Okuda in 2020, we still suck complete dick. We suck ass. We, 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 I don't care who is out we, there. We, Derek we, Brown or we Jeff three, Okuda. We, we three. We probably still will be bad. But I'm saying if both of them, like, say, like I said, but what I'm these saying, guys have a chance to turn going to. Then where does it lead to? What does it matter? We, we both, don't have nobody to plug. We have nobody to plug it up in front. We we don't have that guy. Okay, and we, then get the fuck out of here, Bob Quinn. You should have been fired today, <laughs> like Bill O'Brien, <laughs> with your buddy Matt Patricia. Get real, the hell out of here. What's doing? No, I, I, we I, talked I, about this. Jelani Tavai, nine snaps. Will Harris sucks. Carry on Johnson doesn't even see the field that much. Well, what are we doing here, bro? Well, this is our top pick. If, if we need a defense alignment so much, you said Matt Patricia saw with his own eyes in 2018. He did. How, he saw with his own how, eyes. How, how big of an impact Snacks is. Why'd he never draft a defense alignment? Is the front early? office fucking clueless? Is the front office clueless that they don't address like, the deadline or pass rush? Like, what get, like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, they didn't address it. That means the front office is clueless, or they they like what they got. I don't know, but they're probably clueless because they thought they had what they got. But I mean, they maybe they're they awful. Like, they like teams running up and down on them. You can't stop it. They like that shit. Maybe maybe they like that. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe. <laughs> Trust me, they don't like that. That shit keeps them up at night. It's gonna make them lose their jobs too. They do not like that shit at all. I <laughs> wish we can get an emergency podcast mid midway and say Matt Patricia is fired. I, I would love that. Uh, I don't I don't know. I don't think that's gonna happen. And and again. Would you be disappointed if they fired Matt Patricia right now? Would I be no, disappointed? I'd be Would happy. I be disappointed? I'd throw a party. The thing, this is this is the way I look at Matt Patricia right now. I don't give a rat's ass if Matt Patricia's here or gone, fired, quits. I don't give a damn what happens, to Matt Patricia. Well, you said there's still a chance of the season, so I'm just wondering. I mean, yeah. you, if, if if there's a chance of the season, an intern head coach is probably not going to be the answer. This, they're going to fu- they're going to fuck it up, you know. But I'm just tired. I'm tired of losing. I'm physically, mentally, like I said, I'm tired of losing. I'm tired, of, I'm tired of seeing the same shit. I'm tired of seeing the same. And I know the, the young, like, if you watch the Lions from 2010, between the 2010 to now, so, you you know, you're 10 years in. I started in 2009, so I'm a little... 2009, I know, but you haven't seen a goddamn rebuild. We basically have, Matt Patricia. No, you have rebuild. not. I mean, Matt this Patricia is a, this... was basically a rebuild. Oh, yeah, you've seen the Matt Patricia rebuild. You've seen this debacle. Okay, I mean... Who, who, I saw who, the Jim Schwartz shit, Jim Schwartz who, rebuild, who and cares, then I saw Caldwell Who cares how much you've Matt seen? Patricia I mean, I, I know what ass is ass. That, that, this is ass. This is I've garbage. I've seen three regimes, and this, all three this, regimes have failed. This yeah. is garbage. <laughs> I just... First of all, if you went through that, if you, what I'm trying to say is if you went through that, 
you at this point already have no faith that Sheila Ford is gonna make the goddamn right hire. So I don't have, have faith in Sheila Ford, and I've watched little, you know, people in the nineties and stuff. The thing I, is, I, you, you don't have faith that they're gonna make the right hire. You're gonna bring in the right GM to make the right hire for the head coach. They're gonna keep trying. Keep trying. What do you just give up? Just sell, sell the team at that point. Then, yeah, then, if, then, you can't, if you can't look, Malcolm, if you can't run a team and if you don't have confidence in who you're going to hire, then why are you an owner to begin with? Why, what are you doing? This is, and this is what bothered me so much about this shit is because we was right. We, didn't, we didn't need this shit. We, we did not need this shit. This, this, this is not supposed to happen right now. No, we were Bob right there. Just, Bob Quinn just hired his friend. He didn't really consider the other guys. You know, you're just like, all right, Bob, all right, man, Patricia, he's the coach. That's it. He didn't even consider anyone else. He interviewed them, but we all know he didn't consider them. We all know that. Whether And this one will say, whether you're a Jim Caldwell fan or not, whether you think that he took you as far as he can or you think he's a really good coach, Jim Caldwell gave us a chance. He gave the Detroit Lions many chances. And he still didn't win the division. He didn't win the division. I get it. In a shitty division, too, at the uh, time. It was not that strong. I it mean, wasn't that strong. The, Aaron Rodgers was hurt. Aaron Rodgers was hurt that one year. They still didn't win the division. Because who won that? Was it the Vikings that won that year? I, I don't know, but they never took advantage of winning the division. Well, Plus, uh, they, had, saying, they, uh, they hosted that to win the division at Ford Field. They lost. You yeah, had to win twice, those teams, twice, twice, exactly. twice, twice. It came down to Week Seventeen. You can't. I mean, to win they your division, though. they never won. They lost. They, they 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 didn't win. They lost. Okay, I get you. But two, like the thing is, you understand how bad we were. Detroit Lions been so bad for so long that. You have a guy that brings you to week 17 for a chance to do something that Detroit hasn't done since the early 90s to win your goddamn division. Congratulations, and you still congratulations, lost. Congratulations, he lost, okay? So this is what you do. You fire him. Right. And instead of Which was the right choice? Firing him was the right choice. I, I agree mean, with that. I it, mean, it's, it's, it's debatable whether you agree with it or you don't agree with it. You think he needed to be fired. You think he should have got another opportunity with a better team. This is why Whatever he needs to be fired. He stuck Whatever with his is. offensive line coach for a while. He stuck with his OC for a while. He was loyal to his players. He was conservative. Very bad time management. He had issues too, bro. He was not perfect. Of course, is he not. the best Lions? Is he the best coach in Lions history? Maybe, but Lions history, there's nothing good to show for it. Is and he better than Matt Patricia? Sure. Yeah, he is. But they both They both failed at their job. Out of everything you just said, he gave you a chance to win. So he what? Did. He didn't win though. You can listen, bro, I'm not, listen, I don't like this, mediocrity. This, I'm gonna be this, honest, bro. I, I, this is not a debate whether we should have kept Patricia or not kept Patricia. This is not that debate that's going on right Caldwell. now. You mean Caldwell? Caldwell. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about we're gonna if we should have kept Caldwell or not. Whether you liked him or not. It is what it is. What I'm trying to say is, why why are we going back to rebuilding when all he had to do was fix his goddamn team and take him over the hump instead of ask Bob Quinn that, not me. Yeah, ask Bob you're, Quinn you're, and Patricia. the wrong person. <laughs> ask Bob Quinn. That's, that's what I'm saying. When, when you're a fan and and you've seen a lot of Detroit football and you see how close we were, you saw how close we were. Jim Caldwell had us close. And I, I know you're like, oh, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? No, you're right. He has ask, 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 ask the people who've been who watched years and years and years no, of Lions of oh, bad Lions. What ask was them the, how much does that care? Look, what was the whole argument? That? What was the whole argument? We had to get take the next hump. He was average. We had to take the next hump. He Matt Patricia was brought in to take the next hump. He obviously didn't do that. I mean, no one's he, disagreeing he, with exactly. And the reason why I'm just I'm just I'm frustrated is because. Look, we're talking about a rebuild, and, and and we're talking about a rebuild and a starting over. And it's sad. I, I understand. You don't have it's a just, choice. It's just something that has to happen. 
It's sad. No one wanted it to happen. Everyone wants to see Patricia succeed after Caldwell and take that next step. It obviously didn't happen. We regressed in every single way, and it is what it is. It's not what it is, what it is man. It's just... Well, I mean, what do you do? We can't go back in time. I mean, the results are there. I mean, what do you want me to tell you? We have to rebuild. We can't just keep building off this shit. What it's are you going to build keep... off of the defense? What are you going to rebuild around it's Johnny Kavai and Jared Davis? It's just going to keep coming a bigger hole, and it's going to just be longer. I, yeah. I know rebuilds suck. I know they suck. And I know you're going to say I'm younger, and you don't know how it feels to be in the Matt Milner. Sure. Okay. I've seen rebuilds. Because in other it, the reason why, because if it doesn't work, guess what? You're doing another five I'm, years. It, it, so it might what? not work. It might not Better work. Than now. But I'm not, I'm not going to. What is the point? What am I watching right now? Well, I mean, what enjoyment am I getting? I'd rather rebuild. Hopefully, we get better at some point, and maybe we are a legit threat at one point. This is a big what if, obviously. It's That's always a big point. what if. I mean, hiring any coach is always a big what if. It's never a guarantee. I mean, everyone knows that. It's part of the business. But what do you do? You just keep Matt Patricia around? I mean, what do you do? I mean, right now, I mean, shit. You I fire mean, his ass. You rebuild it. And hope it, wor- hope it works. That's oh, all yeah. you got. I mean, you just got to hire the right GM, and the right GM has to find the right coach, and then you just go. You build. And then, then I know it's going to be from back. Oh, they've never done it. Okay. I mean, it, I don't know what to tell me. I mean, sell the team at that point. If, if they don't – I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you can't just give up on it. It's either you sell the team, give up on the team, or hope they find the right person. Obviously, as Lions fans, all we have to do is hope they find the right person. That's all it is. Will they do it? I don't know. I, I mean, I don't have that. I don't it depends have that. on who's, 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 who's doing the hiring. I can't go in the future and see. Who's going to hire you? Sheila? Oh, Sheila Ford. Oh, Sheila Ford. Sheila Ford. Who's she going to hire? <laughs> She's going to hire a firm that's going to assist them to find the GM like how they did previously. Who's going to ask Rod Wood? Who, who already said. <laughs> no, he literally said, he literally said. literally said. I don't know shit about football. I'm just here because, <laughs> I'm just here because <laughs> I work with the Fords. I, work, I, I do cars. This is not me. I'm just here. <laughs> Who's she gonna ask, ask him for advice? No, okay. What do we do, do then? Is she I mean, gonna hire just, um consultants just, or whatever they call them? They hire consultant companies. You, look, like the 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 reason why you have to just look at the Panthers, bro. Like under rule, they're two and two right now. But look what they did. To, look what look how they handled their drafts. There you go. See, that's a team that knows how to build. But that's look what they did. They said they said, all right, we need to fix this team. They need to fix yeah. our defense. So what do we do? Hmm. How about we go our first three drafts and draft defensive linemen? Let's get an edge rusher. Let's get an edge rusher. Let's get a defensive tackle. Let's just build up front. I mean, this is why they need to be gone. This is why they need to be gone. I mean, what's the big picture here at this point? I mean, you're saying you're you're sick of rebuilds, but then you bring up how shitty Bob Quinn is. Like, I, I mean, what do you believe then? I mean, do you, they have to be gone, right? I mean, you just you just had a point that you just hope that these knuckleheads figure this goddamn it's, shit it's out. Been five wow. years for Bob Quinn. It's been three years for Matt Patricia. Like, you just gotta. I don't what fucking know. Figure out. What is there no, to figure it, out? There's nothing here. It's just uh, pull the band-aid off. It's time to pull it off. It's it's not happening with these guys. These guys how are, are they still employed. Honestly, how are they still employed? That's my question. Like, how are you still employed? You had the Packers and Saints embarrass you running the ball. You're a defensive head coach. How are you employed? How? I mean, like it's, it's, it's not just gonna be over. You have win, you have winnable games. That's the only reason why they're still employed right now. It's not just That's... gonna be over. It's not just gonna be overnight. The team. Oh, we're fixed. We're good. Yeah. This it's team has like so that. many issues, man. It's I mean, just we don't have a magic genie that's just gonna put a Porsche on the line and say, You're good now. Like I mean, teams I mean good teams could bounce back, man. 
Are we good? No. Right now, we're not playing football. We don't have football. an identity at all. We, we don't have an identity right now. But shit, you look at teams around the league that if they fall, like, for example, I'm just going to throw out, throw out a name out there, a guy who got fired. Texans? But the Texans. Then last year, they start off like 0 and 4. Bad, but... I think it was 0 and 3. Dude, he traded DeAndre Hopkins for bag of chips. Yeah, that's that guy's an that, idiot. That, that, he, they have no first and second round picks. That guy's I, an idiot, bro. We can't compare our situation to them. Well, what I'm saying is that just because you're having a bad first three weeks doesn't mean that the whole season going to look like it did week this, one and two. This is not year one. This is year three, and we're seeing the same exact yeah. mistakes. Look, when year you saw three, Kyle Shanahan four. in year three, you saw Mike Vrabel in year three, you see all these other guys in year two and year three. They, they, they like, ball out, right? What's what's up with us? But, like, not re- I mean, to be honest, I mean, you look at the – I mean, I don't want to compare to the Patriots, but they usually start off bad the first few weeks. I don't care about the Patriots. But the lines, the, Patriots. Never, the, the lines have never <laughs> shown you that they could finish off well in the, these three years, or the first two years at least. No, I mean, I'm, that, I don't know. There's just, nothing here, man. Just I'm, give it, give it, give it. I'm up. not giving. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Give up on in. Patricia. Give it I'm up not giving Patricia. in until I. I I'll give He's up on Patricia. It. I'll give up. I'll give up on Patricia, completely. Once we're once we're done. And when, when is done, the, when's the end? We gotta lose at least four. We lose four, five more games. Okay, I'll see you in six more weeks. You think we're gonna lose <laughs> six in a row? I'll see you in six more weeks. Okay. Wow. Seven more. Like, we're going to have this conversation again, and you're going to be like, We have this conversation every episode since like last year, or we almost do. Like, even if it's not on here, we text about it, we talk about it. It's just, it's really, it's repetitive. It's getting really repetitive. And even the beat writer said, This shit's getting repetitive, and they're like, they don't even see, like, there's no hope right now. I don't know what hope you see. I, I hope they turn it around, but yeah, right. I'll be shocked. What are you going to turn around with this defense, with this personnel? You just, you just, you, the defense, it is what it is. I'm not going to say, I mean, all they got to do is play a little bit better. And a little? They have to play a little bit better. And Stafford a had to play at a, they have to play a little bit better. And Stafford got to play at a high level. See, that's the only chance they succeed. That's, why the, only chance, that's, all, that's the only chance you need. Okay. Why do you um? Why do you put everything on your quarterback? Why... uh? Why can't someone help him? Why does it all have to be him? I mean, shit. Ask his question in 2016 when everything was on his back and he was able to rose to the cage and got it done when we were down to 5 I mean, the thing is, I mean, if you have that guy who's, uh, he, he, we believe he's elite, shit, sometimes he put the whole team on his back and he ride, you ride the wave. Are we winning sometimes? a Super Bowl this year? What happened? Hmm. Are, we, are we winning a Super Bowl this year? No. Then get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. I, I have no interest. Are they I winning mean, the division this year? I mean, I have no interest. They're they're the only two. I don't know. They're, they're not winning. They're not winning. I have the, no I don't interest in this guy anymore. I'm I don't sick think of they're winning the division. But do I believe that with this favorable schedule, do I believe Matthew Stafford could turn it on and his defense could play okay, a little look, bit better? Not, let's be realistic here. We're not realistic. The Packers. The Packers are probably a playoff team, right? I mean, um, they're, the Seahawks they're gonna win, are a playoff they're, they're, team. They're going to win the division. So, yeah, the Packers are going to go That's to the playoffs. Two. Someone from the Washington Dallas division. I don't know who, but someone has to win that division. That division is awful. The LA Rams are an NFC team. That's a playoff team, probably. Um, who, who am I missing in the NFC? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now are looking like a playoff team. Their defense is good. Where does that leave the Lions? Even, even if the playoffs are expanded, are the Lions even a playoff team? No. So, what are they that, doing? You gotta, okay. I mean, you got to see how the season plays out, man. Let's let's just carry this conversation to ten more weeks. I know we're gonna be back here. It's All not right. gonna change. Let's just say, go to the oopsie doopsie ball of the week and 
Um, my baller of the week is, um, no surprise, Jack Fox and Romeo Cuaro. Two guys, Jack Fox been punting the heck out of the football, and Romeo Cuaro balled out yesterday. So, there you go. Tyler? <laughs> a defensive lineman, wow. Oh, boo-hoo. Let me play a sad song for you on the world's smallest violin. Um, my oopsie-doopsie of the week. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I'm going to give it to everybody on defense, every single person. I'm giving it to Matt Patricia's soulless ass who looks lost as hell in that, in the, on the sideline. Or you can't see me right now, but all game. You showed no emotion. No emotion at all. For real, like players, players feed off the leaders. I'm being serious. He's the head coach. He has to show something. He looked like he was out of it. He looks like he knows he's going to lose his job. He just, he didn't look like, he looked out of it. So what type of emotion are you looking for? Like, I, 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 emotions or I, I, I miss seeing his face. Honestly, I wish he didn't have the mask on. I miss seeing his, his ugly, his you know his stupid faces he makes. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you that didn't see, Tyler did uh, Patricia's uh, smile or whatever you his angry smile, whatever you want to call it. I miss his faces. Honestly, this is what this is what COVID does, man. First, I miss the fans. I miss the fans booing the shit out of him in a game like this. And I miss I miss his ugly faces that he makes on the sideline after he gives a big play up. So Matt Patricia, screw you. You're the oopsie doopsie of the week, like always. I think you've won the. I'm you've won on something at least. I'll get you a trophy on this at least. You should give it to Bevel too. I give it to everybody. I don't give a shit. Everybody deserves it. Besides Jack Fox. That's the only guy I care about. Alright. Um, I saw another shot beat the record. I gotta find it. Uh, he beat another record, didn't he? Yeah, he won the history books again. What well, um, It blows six consecutive games in a row of uh, double, digit double digit lead. lead. Yeah, uh, yeah digit he, he's in the record book again. First coach, nice. in our first team in NFL history to do that. I think he's going to Cooperstown. <laughs> Congratulations. Keep breaking records. Matt Patty. Matt Patty. Matt Patty. Every week they're breaking records at all time high. Congratulations. Going to the history books, baby. Woo! Man, honestly, like I never wish this upon someone, but it would have not been a worst case scenario if they had to reschedule the game. I was actually was hoping that he did that like mid like during the game, like in the halftime. I was like, yo, was it too late to reschedule this shit? I mean, was that was that that test actually negative? We already like they already came back. It was like thirty and fourteen already. I was like, "Fuck!" All right. Um, I guess we'll just jump right into our voicemails. Mail time. Cause someone came in the mail today. These nuts. <laughs> Gotti. Gotti. <laughs> we had a lot of people that called in, and they had a lot of stuff on their chest. From that game, they wanted to voice their opinions about this coaching staff, um, the GM, everybody himself, everybody. They just want to talk about everybody. They just want to um, release some stress. So here they here they are. Um, start off with the first one. Um, all right, voicemail. Hey guys, uh, Jeff Single from Instagram. Uh, don't even, uh, maybe Pierre and Tyler recognize me a little bit, but. Um, Originally, I wasn't going to even call or leave a message or anything, but uh, quite frankly, what Patricia said after the game pissed me off. Um, this man had the audacity to claim or to say that when a reporter asked him why he should 
be a coach, he had the audacity to say, well, uh, when I came to Detroit, there was a lot of work to do. And that really rubbed me the wrong way. Because what him and Quinn have done is taken an 11-5 and, and to 9-7 and seven playoff caliber team and ran it into the ground. Well, I mean, what is, what is Patricia now, 10-25, and 25, I believe? 10-25? and 20, Yeah, 10-25. And, and, you know, how, how, does a, how does a team go from an 11-5 and five and making playoffs to we went 2-14 and 14 last year and, or no, 2-13-1, and one, excuse me, and now it's, I would be surprised if we get five wins. I'd be surprised if we, I'd be surprised if we get three wins this year. To be honest, I don't care. I don't care how easy, quote unquote, easy the schedule is going the rest of the way. The fact of the matter is, um, besides Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, um, and uh, Jenkins, you know who the average fan probably couldn't name anyone else on that Saints team because of all the injuries they had, and we we fucking couldn't win that. We couldn't win against a bunch of the Saints backups, the Saints second and third stringers. You know, you guys have all said it before. It's it's, it's time to move on. I feel bad for the next GM and head coach duo that comes in here because they have a lot of, uh, they're the ones that are going to have a lot of work to do. When and Patricia did not. Wow. Did he, I mean, did he listen to it already? He listened to the podcast. He literally re- repeat what I said, what yeah. I just said. And, and that, that does make a good point. Like, the next GM that does come in. As I said, they're digging a, they're digging a deeper <sighs> hole. It's exactly what they're doing. I mean, Patricia's like, get a lot of work to do shit. This GM has, like, doubled the work that Patricia has to do. And you'll yeah. probably turn it around in three years versus Vaughn, for real. Shit, I hope so. I mean, you're, a little, you're optimistic about people coming in and turning it around, but... We'll we'll see. Uh, this guy did not seem did not seem happy at all. Um, we Shout got out to Jeff, man. Jeff's a, Jeff's a G. Yeah, yeah Jeff, Jeff is Jeff's a G. Been a, he's been a loyal follower of mine for a minute too, and Tyler. So shout out to Jeff for listening and following us and stuff. We appreciate it. All right, y'all. Voicemail. This shit is so ridiculous. How many fucking times do we have this happen to us where we play so good in a game we should have won? Against- the Saints had six starters out for the game. How? Like, when is Patricia and Quinn going to get fired? Like, this is a sickening that this happens every year. Even with Jim Caldwell, this happened a couple times. Like, when can we just finally, for fucking once, on a game we should win, a game we should finish and close the deal, just win? That's the problem. We just don't win. And I don't think this will ever change. And as much as I love this team, I am always an optimist. I had to stop watching after the second half. I just, I could not stand to watch this game. And just hopefully this is like the game that breaks the camel's back and they finally fire Patricia. But if he does get fired, who do you guys think should be head coach? Who do you guys have any ideas who should be in charge of this team? Because definitely shouldn't do Patricia after what he's done to this team in the past few years. Going from us expecting to contend in this conference to now, we're, we're lucky if we can get two wins in a row. Wow. How I know accurate this is, is that? Yeah, I know this is Pierre's uh, forte, his, his expertise. Um, yeah, I've actually done some work. First, I'm not going to mention yeah, no just, names. I'm going to save it. Just give a couple but, uh, names. Just, just a couple. First, they got to hire a GM, and once they hire the GM, that GM could choose whoever he wants. So, a couple names? Yeah, just um, give, give like a couple names out there, though. You know, just, just like two. Red Dots, he's probably one of the 
the top candidates, but he declined an interview from the Browns last year. This guy won't take a job unless he truly thinks it's a good job. And then another one is a guy from TV. I respect his draft analysis a lot, Daniel Jeremiah. I've learned a lot from him. Um, those are just two guys that I like right now. I like other guys, too. There's just two names that I like. I don't even know if they take the Detroit job right now. The Detroit job is not that attractive. There is a lot of work to do here. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, they might might not be out of they might be out of two receivers. You might not have your franchise quarterback. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who would want this job. Yeah, it's a complete rebuild. We'll see. All right. Uh voicemail. Um as much as I hate to say it, I think it's I think it's time to move on from Stafford. I don't know what happened from last season to now, if it's short in training camp or something. He's just making like dumb dumb decisions, throwing the like um bad coverage on fir- first downs, he's taking like unnecessary sacks. It's just not the old Stafford whether we have to draft a QB. And then have him sit behind staff for a year or two, maybe the best option, or just staff out next season. And of course, our Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia. Um, we talked about Stafford earlier in the podcast. Um, we both, we all said like he hasn't played well, but I mean, the expectation is he'll improve, right? So yeah. we'll see what happens with him. Um, Plus, like, I don't, I don't know if he wants to go through a rebuild. I don't think it's fair to him. I think, like, he deserves to go to a winner. I don't think it's fair for him to go through, like, a couple more losing seasons, and then he'll be, like, 37 or 38 when they'll contend. That's not, that's not fair for him. I'm sorry, 35 or 36. That's just not fair for him. He deserves to go play for a contender right now. He's an elite quarterback. Um, he struggled this year, but he's still an elite quarterback. He has, like, one of the best arm talents in the NFL. Um, he's a good leader, right? He just deserves to go play for a winner. I think he's fed up with the losing, to be honest. So, yeah, I, I agree. I agree with you. I wonder. I wonder how he looks if they, you know, they move on from Cam, the Patriots, and then the Patriots pick up Stafford. Dude, the Patriots with Stafford would be amazing. Yeah, that would be a pretty good. I think that'd be a, a pretty good marriage right there. Um, let's move on to another, next voicemail. Voicemail. Hey man. Um, what I just want to say is that. After that loss to the Saints, I don't. I think we should just stop, you know, trying to win the division and making the playoffs. I think we should just tank, and we need to get uh, Matt Patricia out of there ASAP. The guys on the O line, and uh, yeah, that's it. I mean, yeah, we talked about this. <laughs> they literally are saying what we just said in the podcast, but like, keep them coming, bro. Let all we'll, yeah. we'll put all of them on there. Yeah, let's go. Uh... Voicemail. Nah, my concern is the coaching. And we need to give Matthew Stafford a rest. He looks like he's not on his, man, he looks like he's on his deathbed. We need to give somebody a chance. We need to get our new, that man, that coach needs to go to, all the coaches that need to go, you know, everything to be renewed. We can think right now, it'll get Trevor Lawrence, man. We just need that, man, it hurt. It hurt. I think we about to beat these, man. It is, they lost with, they just lost to a team with the six at, what I say, probably got the little stick in. Come on, man. 
All right. Um, he seems frustrated with the loss. Um, moving on to the next one. Do you guys have any comments on that one, or just? Um, yeah, they're they're not going to get Trevor Lawrence. They're they're not that bad enough to get the number yeah. one pick unless they trade off for him. They'll need to go. They'll need to um return back that win from Arizona and then go zero sixteen. Yeah, they're they're not. <laughs> they're they're not going to get the number one pick. <laughs> I mean, the way they could get it is if like. The Texans go 0-16. The Dolphins have their quarterback right. You trade up with the Dolphins. I, that, I mean, even the I mean, Dolphins. You're, you're, I mean, you're kind of a team to go 0-16 right now. <laughs> yeah, and like I think even the Dolphins, they probably look hard at taking Trevor Lawrence, even if they have to. Uh, you, you got to. Trevor Lawrence is different. I don't yeah, know. I don't, I don't know about that. I think, I, think, I, think there's, I think they're fine with Tua. Um, this the Jets and the Giants. I got to worry about that. <laughs> they got to worry about that. Because if I think if they're there, I think both of those guys get axed. I think Daniel Jones get axed, and they Josh Rosen him, and same thing with uh Sam Darnold. I think they they um Josh Rosen him too. If they're number one on the board and Trevor Lawrence is there, say the Lions like move on from uh from Stafford, right? The new regime, and then they, like they have like the sixteenth or twelfth pick. Like they don't have a high enough pick to get a good quarterback. Oh, Lord, I take worse. a chance. I take a chance on Sam Darnold or Daniel Jones, like send a fourth or a fifth or whatever. Shit, I take a get, chance on those guys. We're gonna get Ryan Fitzpatrick, bro. Fuck. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> a quarterback. Who cares, bro? Right? You're rebuilding. You get a bridge quarterback. That, that's how rebuilds are. All right. Uh, voicemail. Hey, what's up, guys? I was just wondering. So, say we lose to the Jags coming out of the next bye. Are we full in for tank it, fire everyone, fire Quinn, fire Patricia, trade Stafford maybe, maybe even this year, sell out for uh, Trevor Lawrence because I really don't see a world in which we can end up rebuilding all over again with Stafford. So just want to know what you guys think. Should we trade Stafford now if we lose or do we wait till after the season? Because I feel like we'll win too many games with him. All right, thanks, guys. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't know. I don't think you could trade Stafford this year. The contract yeah. just, it would be way too much dead cap. It just wouldn't make sense. But, yep. um, you know, as far as, you know, tanking, I mean, honestly, I think it's going to be a very bad team. But you made a good point. I think with Matthew Stafford, they're not the worst team. I don't think they'll be in contention for a guy like Trevor Lawrence. But, Honestly, being that bad would probably be better for the team in the long term than what I think the Lions are actually going to end up being this year, and that's going to end up being like a 4-5-1 or five one team or maybe even six wins, and they're going to pick like middle of the pack, maybe top 10, and that's just honestly worse than taking, you know, tanking now and sucking now, taking, you know, the pain now rather than winning five meaningless games which I think will end up being meaningless games, at least at the end, you know, in a way. But I don't know. Yeah, pretty much. I don't see him tanking. Uh, I mean, unless, no one tanks in the NFL. Uh, unless, I mean, why would Matt Patricia tank? Like, this, if he's yeah, there, he would, have to get, he, he would have to get fired, and the interim guy would have to be like Brady Coombs or something. Then he could make an argument like, okay, maybe if they believe that he's going to be the guy in the future, maybe he'll tank. But it's gonna make it hard for him to even tank because now he's trying to build up his resume. Trust it, me, keep my, keep Matt Matt Patricia on the field will, will be bad enough. It's gonna seem like a tank. 
Uh, uh, man, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I, we'll, we'll see. We'll see when we cross that bridge. The fact of the matter is they're just not good. They picked at eight overall and three overall. This is what they are. This year they're going to pick in the top 10 again or top 15. Not good. We, we got, we'll got. we see when we cross that bridge, man. I mean, again, I'm not there yet. I know you guys are. Um, and uh, obviously all the listeners are too so far. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, we haven't heard one optimistic, and I mean, I'm not shocked. <laughs> I mean, all, right, all, 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 all it takes is two back-to-back wins, and everybody's right back on board. Just like we won um, when, we beat, when we beat Arizona, half of those listeners that were off the ship jumped right back on. And they were excited about Detroit Lions football. Yeah, and, and we saw an injured New Orleans Saints team. You saw they, 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 they yeah, were excited. Then, like, all right. Then, then, then they then, showed us. Why would we fall for this trap again? <laughs> but I'm saying, like, we're, we're just two wins away from having everybody right back on. So it is what it is. I mean, it's, again, let's play the season out. Um, next one, voicemail. So I was just going through Instagram and I saw your post. So I said, screw it, why not? So I'm just so fed up with this idiot, Matt Patricia. Guy doesn't know how to run a defense at all. So after the game, went to Walmart. Got a sign, and I made a sign. Fire Matt Patricia. In the first game that the Lions have fans at, the Jags game, I'm going to it. So everyone look out for me with the Fire Matt Patricia 2020 sign. I'm going to make him know that none of us want him there. So everyone watch out. Malcolm, you're going to that game, right? I will be at that Jags game. Um, yes, they are allowing fans. Um, I think you're probably a little bit too late for trying to get a ticket now um, because they're only letting um, half, not even half, it's like, 20, it's like 25% of the fans attend. So if you didn't get your tickets yet, you're probably not going to be able to get in the building. But yeah, I will be there. I already got my ticket. I got it months ago. I'm actually looking forward to that game, man. Looking forward to the travel. Looking forward to a little little vacation to Jacksonville. I mean, and, uh, it's a good vacation. A little I mean, good drive, a little good drive. It's five hours away from me right now. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'm actually going there. So I'm excited. There you That's go. Awesome. Um, Look up yeah, for the guy. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. If, I don't know if he's gonna be there because he said that you know maybe Jacksonville. So that that's that signs to me is that he didn't get his ticket yet. We'll see. Yeah. Well, if he, be on the lookout. <laughs> I will. I look. I look for the sign if I see it. I'm like, oh, that's the guy. Yeah. Um. Uh, I'm sorry. I want to say I've been a Lions fan my whole life, and this year I've been half the work in the games and stuff, which is probably a good thing. But I'm not able to, I'm not able to watch all the games, like like the full amount of the games like I used to in the past. But what I've seen from this year's team, like what I've seen that I can recall is like the first couple of drives of each game. You know, we do the play calling is good. You know, I mean, we're, we're, you know, on first down we're not we're mixing up. You know, we're running the ball, we're passing it. You know, it's like a mix-up and everything. But as the game goes on, like, at probably second, especially the second half, the play calling is just going down. It's like, it seems like um, every play, you know what I mean? Every first down, I should say, we're, we're hitting the ball off the AP. You know what I mean? We're not, I don't know, like, last year I thought Daryl Bevel was a great head coach, a great head coach, a great office coordinator with the play calling and stuff. But this year, I feel like he's going downhill. He's not, just the play calling is becoming so predictable. Like, I don't know why we're getting the ball at AP, you know what I mean? 11 times a game. No offense, I think AP is a good running back and stuff, but the dude's 35 years old. You know what I mean? His leg, he's going to give out eventually. You know what I mean? Like, you cannot carry AP all the way. You know what I mean? You cannot expect AP to stay healthy when you give him a ball play, you know what I mean? 15 times a game. And why, why did you give, um, why did you have, uh, DeAndre Swift in the second round if we're not going to play him? 
know what I mean? I, I, he's not he's not getting no hand he's not getting the ball handed off to him. You know what I mean? I understand he was injured. He was you know what I mean coming for injury no um off season. But then you look at the ball. He got he played. I don't know how many stats top of my head, but he played a lot of stats the week one against Chicago. But not. He's, I feel like his playing's going down. Like he's not getting many stats as the weeks are going on, which makes no sense to me. Then same thing with Kian Johnson. He had he got he had three carries for eighteen yards against Arizona. That was it, and they don't give him the ball no more. Like we got this week, he didn't get the ball much. It's like you got to give him the ball at least a little bit to show what he has. I mean, I I understand his health issues. But like when he's healthy, he's a, you know what I mean. He's a decent running back. He's that we had in the past, the past couple of years. But I also want to say, does Marvin Jones even play for the Lions no more? I mean, does he does he still play for Detroit? I have not seen his name at all. I, I thought when Kenny Galladay was gone, he would step up. You know what I mean? Like he's been good in the past, but he he's done nothing this year. You know what I mean? Like it blows my mind that King Galladay has not King Galladay. Marvin Jones has done nothing this year. And then today, it's the Saints. The Saints are one of the rarest defensive teams. They're missing the two top I mean, defensive teams that comes to the past. They're missing the top two cornerbacks. They're missing uh, the top two cornerbacks. And uh, Marcus Sanford, probably one of the second best defense to end. You know what I mean? And you don't. And you, you know what I mean? And you, you can't capitalize off of that. You got Kenny Gotti, who had a very good game. But I, I thought Gotti would have done more, honestly. Or if we catch a 62 yards, you can't complain in a touchdown. But then Marvin Jones, like I said. All right, so for the listeners, I've been listening to him. Um, He eventually timed out because that was pretty long. And and for listeners, you know, I thank everybody for listening, for tuning in and, and as far as um leaving the voicemails. But please, like, kind of keep it under a minute because then you have situations like this where it, t- it kicks you out. I mean, he has a point, bro. He's making the right points. You know, he, you draft Swift in the second round. You draft Carry on the second round. They're they're not even seeing the field as much. Um, Marvin Jones, the number two wide receiver, he's not playing well. He's making good points. He is. I mean, I texted you guys. I didn't get a chance to speak on the podcast, but we texted about this. We said that the Saints can't cover tight ends. They got to take advantage of it. And Hagerson had two catches for nine yards. Like, that, what the fuck? That, that frustrated me too, man. I don't think... And I know we're saying that, you know, Safford is a problem. I think it's more of Bevel. Bevel, 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 Bevel. It's causing it. I wonder if it's Patricia telling him to run the ball. I really do. Um, Why? Why Why the fuck would you listen to Patricia? Offensively. Because he's your boss. He's your Offensively? boss. Offensively? Oh, no, 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 no. You know why? Because he made the biggest play in Super Bowl history versus Daryl Bevel. I can't see him. I can't see him. <laughs> No, but like all the like, side though. Like, I mean, I mean, think about it. Your offensive coordinator. You know, your, your head coach, your defensive guy, who kind of like leave supposed to leave you. If he tells you, "Hey, run the ball this play," I'm like, "What the?" F- what he made the he made the biggest play, man, in in uh, Super Bowl history. I mean, give the man credit. Hey, it was Malcolm Butler, bro. Yeah, no, it I was mean, all, it, it was Matt Patricia. He made the biggest call in Super Bowl history. And it was Daryl Bevel for making the dumbest call in history. Now running with Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, I mean, this is like the, and this is what bothered me, man. This is why we can't just get right, is because like we have this, I call it the sec, the, the second year slump of coordinators. You know, the coordinators they, they they look okay like the first year, like Jim Bob Cooler looked he looked nice his first year, bro. The defense is big. The, the tape is out there. You gotta like adjust. You gotta do different stuff. You, you don't gotta, get, like you, you, look at, you look at the Sean McVay's, the Kyle Shanahan's. The Lafleurs. I mean, all these guys. Arthur Arthur Smith, the Tennessee guy. He even got better. Brian DeBall with the Bills. All these offenses have gotten better than last year. 
I right? Mean, Meanwhile, the Lions are just, they got worse. And, and I know I said this a long time ago when we first got Bevel that I was a little bit worried um, the way he used tight ends. Because, yeah, he used a throw push and all set, but he used these motherfuckers to block. He doesn't, like, he never had, like, an elite tight end or a tight end that get at least 800 yards. He never had, a, like, 800-yard tight end before. Never. So, it's not always coming, like, can he scheme these guys? Can he scheme Hawk? Like, why? It just, it just doesn't make sense. Like, you look at a team like the Raiders and how you look, how to use Wilder, like, why can't we use Hawk like that? Like, Why? If this offense had Kyle Shanahan as the coordinator or like whatever, Hawkinson would have like a million yards. Not a, he he he'd be top five or probably top ten in yards for tight ends. I just I just don't understand. No, actually, I'll, top ten in yards in the league. My bad. Not not they're just top ten in terms of yards in the NFL. Hawk mm. is talented. Every time he has the ball, he makes a play. He's good. He's great. They don't use him. They don't utilize him. Yeah, Why? I don't know. Yeah, this this first he should have at least you said it like ten targets a game, right? Yeah. Look, right now the way Marvin Jones is playing, he should have ten targets a game. Do you see uh, George Kittle on Sunday Night Football? Fifteen for fifteen. Fifteen for fifteen. Fifteen for fifteen. Why can't we use Why can't we use Hawk like that? Who was a mismatch galore versus tight ends versus on linebackers and safeties. No safety and linebacker could cover him, in my opinion. Use him. You drafted him at eight. He's a talented. He's a stud. He's a stud tight end. Use him. Yeah. I mean, this this is this is. I mean, I'm just the again. The linebacker they took nine snaps a game. Like, bro, what are we doing here, man? Like for real. Man, just this is end this shit before I say something I regret. All yeah, right. <laughs> All right, guys, that is a wrap to this episode of the Pride Podcast. And we have a bye week, thankfully. And uh, we don't have to worry about Alliance losses on it, which is nice. And uh, we'll think of something to do during the bye week. And that's all I get, guys. Leave us a five star review if you can on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. And I'm out. Peace. All right, guys, uh, we appreciate the support. Or actually, our numbers are at a record high for this month, for this past month. So we appreciate all the support. And I'm out. Peace. All right, y'all. Um, you know, thank you everybody for tuning in. Um, you know, I hope everybody enjoy, you know, our um, opinions. You know, we try to make sure that it is a separate opinions um, with this pod. Um, yeah, so everybody gets, uh, yeah, but, you know, just to give everybody a different perspective, like give a different outlook on, you know, what the future could be. So hope you enjoyed it. Um, again, peace out, everybody. Peace. I would...
wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be in a game this year, but you can still be in in all the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going an extra mile to make sure you get you can get in on every possible chance to win this season, from game spreads and totals to teams, players, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in their season opening bonuses today and start wagering on wins, divisions, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at BetOnline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook expert. 